0: Our scripture reading for today is from Matthew 19, which says, When Jesus had finished saying these things, he left Galilee and went into the region of Judea beyond the Jordan. Large crowds followed him, and he healed them there. Then some Pharisees came and tested him by saying, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason? Jesus answered, Have you not read that from the beginning the Creator made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother, and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh? So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore what God has joined together, let not man separate. Why then, they asked, did Moses order a man to give his wife a certificate of divorce and send her away? Jesus replied, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because of your hardness of heart. But it was not this way from the beginning. Now I tell you that whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another woman commits adultery. His disciples said to him, If this is the case between a man and his wife, it is better not to marry. Not everyone can accept this word, he replied, but only those to whom it has been given. For there are eunuchs who were born that way. Others were made that way by men, and still others live like eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. The one who can accept this should accept it. Then the little children were brought to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. And the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And after he had placed his hands on them, he went on from there. Just then a man came up to Jesus and inquired, Teacher, what good thing must I do to obtain eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which ones? the man asked. Jesus answered, Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, said the young man. What do I still lack? Jesus told him, if you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away in sorrow because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to the disciples, Truly, I tell you, it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Look, Peter replied, we have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, in the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or fields, for the sake of my name, will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. And this is God's word. People in our culture sometimes say, Jesus never talked about homosexuality. Former President of the United States Jimmy Carter said that in 2012. Technically, that statement is true. Jesus did not directly condemn homosexuality the way he did unlawful divorce in verse 9 and a number of other things. But notice here in Matthew 19 what Jesus said when he was asked about divorce in verse 3. He could have said, Haven't you read that at the beginning the Creator said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh? In other words... Jesus could have started his quotation of Genesis with Genesis two twenty four, the verse that directly speaks to marriage, but instead he first quoted Genesis one twenty seven. In verse four of our text, when he says, "At the beginning, the Creator made them male and female." Jesus framed his answer on divorce with a biblical understanding of marriage, and he quoted from. Two different chapters in Genesis to frame that biblical understanding of marriage. Why did he do that? One reason was to preserve the biblical definition of marriage as between a man and a woman. Humanity was created in male and female counterparts. So that by coming together as one flesh, which verse 5 and Genesis 2.24 describes, they could glorify their creator, by enjoying godly sexuality, and by creating children together. Divorce destroys God's intention for marriage, according to verse 6. That was Jesus' point and why he quoted from Genesis in his answer. He acknowledged that divorce is permitted, in verse 8, in some situations, but that in most instances, it is just a legalized form of adultery, according to verse 9. Same-sex relationships, whether legal or not, also violate the Creator's intention for marriage, and unlike divorce, there are no exceptions allowed anywhere in Scripture for same-sex marriage. All kinds of sexual relationships are considered acceptable in our culture, but that cultural acceptance does not change God's infallible word. Most people on earth are or could be tempted by some form of sexual sin, whether it's premarital sex, adulterous sex, homosexual attraction, or just lust and so on. As Christians, we should obey God's instructions and plead for his grace and mercy, not legalize or label as good what God calls sin. I hope you'll consider this, and we'll see you next time.